Holy cow. What a blast. Pure, pure chaos in the uh, Lou Later headquarters here, which is, uh, as you know, at least 300 feet below the Earth's surface is where we're broadcasting from. We're deep down. Sure. Deep down. And uh, thank goodness you were able to pull it all together, Will, because I got to tell you, man, there was a moment there where I thought it was all about to fall apart. Yeah. We were right on that fringe. Yeah, I thought so, too. <laughs> uh, we're joined today by the one and only Mr. Dave Lee, a.k.a. Dave2D, gracing us with his presence. It's been a while, actually, mm-hmm. since you've been on this. That's right. And he's in this premises. That's right. And I'm not sure if you came today to, to actually be on this show or to hit... Baseballs? Some, yeah, I don't know what which yeah. one it was, but... We're happy to have you regardless. That's right. This is a this is a neat treat to be here. A new treat? A, a neat, neat treat. treat. A neat treat. Oh yeah, I forgot about the chat. You guys are live. Look at this. Is there a is there like a delay? I want to try one of these neat uh, treats. There is a bit of a delay. What do you mean a delay? On like, the chat? Yeah, is there like yeah. uh like late? Oh barely, barely. You don't barely. like stagger no, it's it? It's like uh five seconds or something? Yeah, barely. This is what this is what the world is talking about right now. Yeah. See, somebody says he thought CNN was canceled because the running joke is like we we kind of started at the same time that CNN killed its streaming service, CNN Plus. Oh, it did. They so spent, you're the new CNN. Well, they spent three hundred million dollars and they got ten thousand subscribers. How do you know it's three hundred million or ten ten thousand? It's it's a it's over a hundred million. Jeez. Dude, someone bought the CNN Ultra domain. Com. Yeah, so we went one step better, and we became CNN Ultra, which we haven't got a lawsuit yet, but for sure it's happening. You guys actually See on that? Later. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then somebody in the community purchased the URL CNN Ultra yeah. and okay. forwarded shout to out. our uh, YouTube wow. Whoever did. channel. Uh, shout out to Brandon. We're happy to be here with you on this road trip from Texas to Colorado. That's a beast of a road trip dude he's got seven hours to go but we're gonna we're with you and we i mean we even one upped it by having uh dave lee with us today a a, a truly special guest Mm -hmm. and um i mean it's really a privilege because you don't you don't leave the house very often i do (laughs) but i don't come here very often oh okay oh that's all i assumed that like since we hadn't seen you that I've just been inside. I thought that the might, I, that would be the only reason because if you were out that often, I feel like maybe you would have stopped by or something like that. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tweet it now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Get okay, to, okay, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Tweet. Um, tweet away. We got lots to talk about today. Uh, a variety of topics. Actually, will can you tweet it and then I'll retweet it? Uh, sure. Because yeah. I, I want the, I want your URL. A little tweet retweet action going on. Yeah, so the way this show, I think it's the you've been on here in a number of different formations. The way this started was kind of like this ages ago at the old studio, which was talking about topics. Yes. Trending topics, things in mostly in the tech space. It branches. It's, it's a sort of more comprehensive now. Like there's fewer rules. So you don't cover just tech anymore. No, like I mean. It is. It's anything that we will find to be interesting. Okay. Anything that could be interesting to the community as well. Got it. Uh, and then we had the stage where we were like 
having one-on-one -on -one conversations, which you were a part of that, I think, at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shout out, Xi Dong. Appreciate it. And uh, that was cool, but it wasn't kind of the essence of the show. It, maybe it was a maybe it was a whole different show. I don't know. Okay. I enjoyed those conversations. Wait, you you don't do them anymore? Like the guests? I don't the think it's really thing. happened in a long time. Mm. Uh, it, you know what happened? It was a lot of similar guests fr from a similar group. Just by default, yeah. like it was mostly YouTubers and. I think what was discovered is that people like a lot of YouTubers face similar things in terms of their daily lives, which is not a surprise, I guess. But it was funny. You started to realize, wow, these conversations are quite similar. Yeah. The struggles, the sure. trials, the tribulations. Yeah, I feel like for the audience, that's not there's 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 a finite amount of enjoyment out of that. And what you really what you really want to be doing is uh I mean, you want to be trying to be useful. You want to try, try and be uh, informative and things mm. like this. And and so if you notice that, then 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 you might recognize that limitation. Now, it would be cool probably to have a greater breadth of guests as the, like, then I think you can get away from that problem is without being in one sort of specific sphere. And did you try bringing in mm. non-YouTubers? Not too much. I mean... Mm. I'm just saying long term though I wouldn't necessarily be against it. I think I would just space it out and treat it a little bit differently as far as um variety is concerned. Right. And it's no shot against anybody. Like I think there's so many different interesting people and voices. The unfortunate part was we started to film these things and then it there, that similarity took place and I think some of those stories get lost because there's because like I there's said they're, well they're just very similar yeah it's just very similar and then yeah. it could get very inside baseball let's yeah. complain about YouTube together <laughs> I mean you'll yeah. never Dave you'll never have a problem finding another YouTuber to complain about YouTube with for sure you never but there's no one else in the world that are, that wants to hear that conversation <laughs> I don't know about Rip. I mean maybe not no one there's like five people in the world there might be five people yeah. in the world um, so this is more uh, useful, I think, to a wider group. And then we can still have people like you, but then um, we can get your take on a number of topics. Yeah, it, it was weird. The other day I met a guy who was like an editor for a cake channel, right? It's just a complete random person. And he was like, yeah, I, I'm an editor for a Canadian or Toronto-based cake channel. I forget how what it was called. Cake, uh, a cake channel, baking cakes? Yeah, it was called... How to cake it. How I don't know if I don't know if they're still active, but Shout they're a reasonably out. sized channel. Shout out how to cake it. And it was so weird to interact with someone off the street about YouTube. It was like oh such a bizarre I met her years ago at some at a YouTube event. Oh you did, eh? Yeah, she's very nice. I didn't meet her, I just met her editor, who's also super nice. Oh, okay. Yes. Um but it was like the ability to talk Yo about Yolanda. That's who that's her name. Yeah. Shout yeah. out. Yolanda. Go ahead. Go I watched ahead. a couple of videos. They're pretty neat. Yeah. If you're into cakes. Right. Um, but it was weird to be able to interact with someone and talk about YouTube. Because no one in my life wants to hear this stuff. My wife, my kid. Like, no one. Who wants to talk about YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other than people in the industry. You know what's wild? She took some time off. Look at the top over there. Uh, the same 11 months ago and then three months ago and then three weeks ago. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a tough where have I been type upload. Yeah. You know? It's it's a grind though. 
the YouTube. We're not going to do that today. That's not the objective of today to talk about the grind of YouTube. The grind is well understood, established, and we have a catalog of YouTuber interviews where uh, there's no shortage of grind talk. Grind talk. Grind talk. Welcome back to Grind Talk, your favorite segment here on CNN Ultra. I need to be a... Like, it needs to be faster, I think. No, you were... I Listen, I just like doing it to you when you have another song playing. Yeah. This is the... <laughs> yeah, I'm hearing I'm hearing audio right now. You, that's normal, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, is that normal? You want that? Okay. No, so... so it's he, chaos. He, he has, <laughs> it's obviously very chaotic. He has a CNN Ultra theme song. Let me hear that one more time. Which he was playing, but he played two tracks at the same time. Because the way his button layout is... CNN Ultra, for so sure. Here I would be like, on this evening, this evening on CNN Ultra, we'll be discussing. Yeah, so, um, but he, the way he has his button set up, it's hard for him to kill the other music and then trigger that one. Yeah, it's a big deal, but yet you, <laughs> you insist on doing it. You lean on it. <laughs> Just having the double audio. Oh, what can I do? What Good can job. I do? Let's see, now we have a bunch of audio uh, engineers in the chat. Say, of course. And they're saying, turn Dave, Dave's mic down. You're too loud, Dave. Did you I'm know? too loud? Apparently. Oh, am I too close to this thing? No, it's, no, Will's, no, it's Will's fault. Of course. <laughs> Everything's Will's fault. The right? audio equipment's just on fire. <laughs> well, it was last episode, man. It was, yeah. No, listen, for those asking, yes, they're, it w- they're telling me to turn my watch around. Look at this, this live chat. Wait, is it my watch or your watch? Mine, your watch is upside down. Mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you upside down? It's a lot. Because you're tactical? Lot. There's a lot going on with that. Okay, we can't discuss it. We don't have enough time here today. Don't, don't like, operators, like, in the military have That's their right. watches upside down? That's right, yeah. They do, right? Why? You've outed me. Because <laughs> you're, because you're a, a Navy you're SEAL. An op- you're a Navy SEAL. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Will, don't forget to upload to Spotify, right? His, uh, Mateo, shout out Mateo, his 60-minute commute got boring. Oh, right. Without right. those uh, Spotify uploads as well, all right? Yo, why do you watch it where you're watching upside You're not letting down? that it's go. Just, I need to know. You're it, not gonna and it's not, it's not accidental, it's on purpose? Uh, it's whatever you want it to be. Will, why is this watch <laughs> upside down? I don't know, Ashley. Come on, dude, you gotta tell us. Mm. I've asked him... A number of occasions, and he just walks away. No. Okay, we got to find out. I'm an operator. I'm, I'm walking off the set if well, we don't. I'm an operator. No, you're not. Because it's the Pixel Watch, I'm not allowed to show it off. Is that really it? No. Uh, the How about an iPhone but an e-ink display? What do you how think about, about that? you explain the inverted whoa, watch? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> doubles down. I've never, I've wow. never had the opportunity to even whoa. ask someone this. Who wears watches upside down? <laughs> Tonight on CNN Ultra, we will find out why Lou wears watch upside down. Welcome back to CNN Ultra, where we talk about watch, the way you wear a watch. Um, honestly, this uh, the reason for this is because I've been baking a lot recently. Why are we even talking about e-ink on iPhones when we can have a three-hour conversation of what you've been baking? Yeah. Yeah, what do you bake, Luke? I got yeah. it. Uh, well, actually, I started a channel that nobody knows about. No! I played blew everyone's eardrums out. You did? You started a baking channel? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. I mean, I, I mean. URL right now on the screen. It's called uh, How to Cake It. 
You had me at the first half. I hate you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, shout out how to cake it. Okay. You know I can't be making those cakes like that. I can't be doing it. Yeah. Okay, are you actually baking? No. You you've reached that deep for the correlation to to link it to this? Come on, dude. Hey man, if you listen to this show, you would have known that's how it goes, all right? There's no Okay. This is pure chaos over here. <laughs> Haven't you heard his CNN Ultra theme? It's always the same one. <laughs> this is pure chaos. Wait, what, what is that even from? I don't. He licensed uh, don't it. He paid it. a fortune for that. Yeah, we own that. You own that? Yeah, that's why they're from CNN. Yeah. <laughs> well, when CNN Plus went under, we're like, we're gonna need the we're, we're gonna, gonna need the, theme the song. assets. <laughs> How much for the assets? <laughs> they're like, we spent three hundred million. We're like, we'll give you three hundred. We'll take that. Yeah. They're like, seems like a good deal. We probably worth not much more than that. <laughs> um. No. <laughs> just just tell him and then we can go. Yeah, over with dude, the I need show this is going to eat me up. Like we'll put in so much effort gathering these articles. Like another 2 hours. Okay, so it started a while back. Um I've been fishing a lot. <laughs> I don't know if to believe it or not. Are you baking or are you fishing, dude? Oh my god. No. Um I find that some of these fitness trackers with the heart rate tracking work better on the underside than the. Uh, I also have really wide, like fat wrists and hairy wrists. It makes wrists. so much more sense. Because your 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 things are there. Your arteries, your veins are down there. I got okay. things there. You got your things down there. Up uh, here, you just got bone. But honestly, I don't know if that's a, a real thing or a placebo effect. But sometimes I find I get more accurate if I flip it around. But I think it is tuned. Someone said fishing for an answer. Yeah. Now see, you see, I've been fishing a lot. There you go. Yeah, I mean, the CD community knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. But uh, what a blast so far. Wow. Uh, but anyway, this is what we really want to ask you. This is the hard-hitting stuff. This is what Will has prepared for you, yeah. Dave, because you're an expert in the space. The oversell. Okay. <laughs> Wait, are you, are you, do you consider yourself an expert? I actually had a recent conversation about this. No, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. I am an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. To be an expert... You gotta be you gotta be an expert, right? <laughs> you know when someone's an expert when they know everything and they're like extremely well versed on this. Well, stuff. there's probably like levels of expertise. I think you can. It's not like one expert is expert the top phase and then that's it. It's over. You can't go any higher. Isn't there like a grand master? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's master, grand master. You know, you could be like a, a entry level expert. I wouldn't consider myself an expert on tech. No, I think. That'd be a very. Are you an expert on YouTube? Mm, no. Yes, I'd say I'm an expert mm, on YouTube because mm, mm. because we've been in the trenches in the game. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think tech, dude. There are well, I mean, it's that, very vast what you're, when you say yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. But the I think, fact the fact that I didn't even know of this story or this rumor until I sat down. Well, neither did I, for the record. Then we're not experts. Well, I don't necessarily know about that because there is uh, such an abundance of information out there. I think the expert portion that I would talk about or why it would be interesting to get your perspective is because of the amount of exposure that you've had to these products and the unique Mm. connection over Mm. the past whatever few years. For for most people, they, they get to experience and handle one device, one phone. Sure. 
For you, it would be many, which would enhance your expertise. Maybe not to the point of expert, right? but beyond typical. Sure. Uh, do you think an e-ink display could enhance a smartphone? In this case, they're referencing an iPhone. This is coming via 9 to 5 Mac. E-ink iPhone display could combine Apple quality with near zero impact on battery life. So we've used, I think you've used phones with displays on the back, right? Like the secondary display. Mm-hmm. And one of them I've actually used for an extended period of time. I don't find them particularly useful, though, that second, that second screen. I think it makes it, like, if you could depend on that e-ink display for a lot of stuff, maybe. Like notifications? No, it has to go beyond that. It, it does. Can't be notifications. It's got to be, like, you got to be able to manipulate and interact with. What about, the, what about the idea of being able to use your rear cameras to take a better photo than what your selfie camera is capable of and be able to frame it on the exterior display? This obviously wouldn't work for e-ink, but oh, right. it, just a second display in general. Because I, I know some brands have shown it off. Yeah. Like that feature. Asus did it with the flip, right? That's right. Uh, I think it's cool, but that's a lot. Mm. You're putting so much into a device just for that fairly gimmicky feature. So it's a gimmick. I said gimmicky. Oh. It's leaning It's almost the gimmick. gimmick. Yeah. It's getting closer. Yeah, yeah. A report this morning says that we may see in the future an e-ink iPhone display as a secondary screen on a folding phone. Well, a folding phone is also different because folding phones typically do have an external display because you need to be able to interact with it. While closed. While closed. The most likely interpretation of a follow-up tweet is that Apple is testing a type of color e-ink display that offers crisper text, brighter displays, and richer colors than conventional technology. I suppose the other advantage here is they they don't use very much battery. I'm going to tweet this real quick or retweet loose thing. Uh, they don't, e-inks. The idea is cool, but think about how ugly that thing would look. Like e-ink on... But what if they... I mean, it makes it sound like they came up with a better tech that looks better. Is it possible? Maybe. Oh, so they're saying it's further foldable. Yeah. Uh, Apple is testing. This is from Ming Chi, by the way, and he's he's pretty good with it. Well, he's the, he, you know he's got his he's got a, his hand on the pulse. It's a, it's interesting. He did a follow up saying E Ink in this tweet is a company name, not electronic ink. Oh, I did not know that. So it's a different type of display called electronic paper display, or EPD. The color EPD has the potential to become a mainstream solution for foldable devices. Must have cover second screen thanks to its excellent power saving. I mean, Apple seems to care more about battery life than ever before mm -hmm. with all these Max devices. Okay. Once you throw foldable into the equation, mm -hmm. my take on this is very different. Go ahead. Because I think with foldables, we've always had that issue of how do you get, how do you interact with it while it's closed? So you have to put this battery intensive and like big screen on the front that makes sense hmm. if you have a e-ink or like a low power display like ultra low power display yeah still interact with stuff then i'm on board why did i did i not read the title properly i didn't realize that they were talking about foldables well it's really weird because oh. also at the top they say e-ink but then ming chi updates his tweet to say it's the name of a company making an epd electronic paper display 
So there, he's saying E-Ink in this tweet is the company name, not Electronic Ink, the way you might perceive it on like a Kindle or something like that. Mm. So I presume that these EPD displays are quite an improvement over what you've probably seen on um, an ebook reader for by the looks of it. Yeah. And it might be sufficient for the exterior. Right. If it is, that'd be pretty cool. I feel like that would solve a couple things that foldable uh, foldable devices inherently have. Yeah, and the, and the other thing about foldable devices is, especially with that really large internal display, they're not the best on battery life, even the one that I've been carrying around. You're using a foldable as your daily? I've been using the, Z, the Z Fold 3 for, for a long time. Yeah. And then I switched at one point to i don't even remember what it was will probably like s22 or something and then right back to it yeah because i was i have kind of made that usage adjustment to now sort of expect that that screen interaction what do you like about it the the giant screen uh yeah as far as like i don't use a tablet i don't use an ipad yeah i never reach for those things and if i ever do they're never charged it's just it doesn't get used frequently enough and speaking about this watch, which is not a Pixel watch, like one of the things I love about this watch, this is a Withings sort of smart watch, but not like crazy smart. Okay. It has a month-long battery oh, life. Oh, that's huge. And to not to pick it up yep. like a regular watch and never have it ask me to charge it. Yeah. Which is like another jo- – I got jobs already. Yeah. I got tasks. And This and, is what you have? Yeah. And I've had this – listen – People are going to be yelling at me and say, what's the big deal? You just put it on the dock every night. And I'm telling you. I know, dude. There would be moments where you wouldn't do it or you'd be traveling and you didn't bring it. And then you just get out of the habit of wearing it. And in the meantime, this one is doing most of what I would do anyway. It can do my heart tra- uh, heart rate. It's going to track your activity. And it's just because I don't have to have a big, vibrant display I'm looking at, which I don't even mind from a the look perspective. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty good. Then I'm getting the advantages I care about with this because I don't really need notification, notifications on my wrist. I mean, my phone is in do not disturb 99% of the time. I think the people that, that don't understand that are just built different. Like some people are very good at religiously charging their devices and they just, they're fine. I know. I have a tough time even charging my phone. My phone hasn't been at 100% full charge for like probably three months. Wow. It'll, it'll hit zero, and I juice it up for like 20 minutes, and I go. Interesting. And then so you don't do like the idea of anything charging beside your bed? No, I like I like listen to stuff or like use my phone until I pass out. Mm-hmm. It's a terrible habit, right? But but I would have think I would have thought you would have a cable or a charge pad just like right there nah, to flop it onto. My I don't. I should. No, I, I find this to but, be quite interesting the way that people interact with this stuff. Where do you stand on that, Will? Um, I charge it every night. Right beside your head? Right beside my head. Yeah. See, some people are against that. They say, like, leave it out the room completely. Yeah. Think about the number for, of... For what? Well, I mean, just think of the number of hours. I mean, that that's a very... Gain? It's a very intimate relationship that you have with that device. Like, think... Oh. What's the last thing you, you see before you close your eyes and the first thing you see when you wake up? Your phone? It's pretty sure. pretty wild. Like... You, you, you kiss and tuck that thing in. Little chart, <laughs> little little ritual you have. Yeah. I just watch shows when I sleep though, like as I sleep. No, I know, but there's a there's like a 
proximity aspect. No, I know what you mean. And intimacy aspect. Like if something's on on the TV in the background, yeah. it's not to the same extent. And the way ambient light interacts with it is not to the same extent. It doesn't fill your field of view. Yeah. You notice this with children. If, if they watch a show on, on TV, they're way less entranced than if you hand them an iPad. Totally. You hand them something they're holding, they pull it's it to right the, in their grill, and they're like, "I'm in. They, I'm watching Spider-Man." It's like an interim headset. Yeah, I can't see anything but content. Yeah, and so I mean, I've noticed this recently with, with uh, my daughter, who's like uh, almost three. Yeah, it's it's not the content; it's the vehicle the content's being delivered through. Yeah, that's the key characteristic. All right, how about this one? Apple is working on improving iPhone water and pressure resistance. You you said this is a sleeper story. You're going to take a snooze now. I mean, it's not interesting to me. Do you ever feel like your iPhone or your phone needs better water and slash or water pressure resistance? Um, But I'm not maybe the target for it. It's a very, like, what is it, like a beachy? You remember they did the advertising campaign, beating the hell out of it and, like, throwing it in the sink and... What if that's actually not for the consumer, but for them? To save on repair costs? Save on, like, water damage. Yeah, That maybe. smells like more plausible. Because no one really, right? You're not leaning on your phone. Most people are like, I wish this was more water resistant. No, it's not, it hasn't happened to me. I mean, like, a decade ago. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm saying now. Like, so any phone. Sensitive. Yeah, a yeah. decade ago. But who knows? It can unlock another marketing campaign for them. They just got scuba divers checking their phone. A newly, released, a newly revealed research shows that Apple is investigating how to, how to keep iPhone pressure sensors working accurately while protected from high water pressure or low air pressure. Usually when Apple is granted a patent about pressure, it's to do with controlling a device with touch. But iPhones are also routinely exposed to environmental pressures and especially being transported and used in flight or underwater. Mm. I don't know, man. I sort of sniff a commercial opportunity. These devices travel with people out of their house on the way to work, updating people with bus routes, traffic updates, scores for the day's games, and so forth. As users rely more and more on these devices, the devices are designed to be more robust. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just, it's one of those things where we're at such like, uh, seemingly end stage innovation when it comes to the smartphone form factor. Yeah, to the slab. Like we're all about to be, uh, turn into headset people <laughs> yeah uh zuckerberg's future that at this point in order to differentiate sell this thing offer up some reason to buy the latest one that's not there's no way someone's gonna read that on feature list and be like i'm upgrading no but they're just gonna show like a really pretty visual of somebody scuba diving around a coral reef and sure. checking their phone <laughs> and they couldn't do it before because otherwise you'd be sued and someone would be like it's so beautiful. Apple enabled it, and yeah. it's it's a weird kind of they can they can spin that peripheral. And by the way, it's just a patent by the looks of it. But you think about how they sell sell you the new phone these days. It's like it's all very it's pure marketing, minuscule kind of improvements. I mean, it's been minuscule for a while, but the way that they do it. The way that Apple does it in particular, they're just, they're so good at selling people incredibly small gains. Every year they got to do it. And, and, and really what you start to realize is it's as much about the content they can create around the, the feature as it is about the feature itself. How can you show people some sort of a dream? 
Yeah. Some some sort of a promise or. That's uh, a good way to put it. A dream. Because no one is going to be scuba diving with that phone like they're seeing in the commercial. Mm-hmm. But the idea that they could. Mm. It was like Will with the Bronco. <laughs> yeah, the Bronco. We just talked about this yeah. beforehand because you didn't know about the backstory yeah. on that. And So, Will, hold on. I don't want to derail this, but huh. can we get into what made you what made you seek the Bronco in the first place? Um, it was mainly because of drain plugs. I know a lot of people... Uh, what are drain plugs? Talk about drain plugs. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the very fact that there are drain plugs at the bottom of the vehicle where oh, you can it... literally just hose it down. Oh! There's that no... actually is cool. Right? Yeah. See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> well, it was like... It, I think it was like a, a way... I'm just... By the way, this is me um my own intuition projecting yeah okay. absolutely i mean what is this show <laughs> okay <laughs> but uh, it's like you take this this really uh fun looking exciting vehicle like that and then you try to find a characteristic which is incredibly practical in order to bring it back down to earth so that it's like Okay, maybe I'm not going to be going up the mountain with it. No, but a drain plug is awesome. Useful. That's what I'm saying. I, I, like, I, I wish that was a feature on every car. Like right? How, like, you can't ever clean up a car. Like, if your kid pukes in your car. Not that it's <laughs> happened. I hope. But if he does, and you don't have a drain plug, that car is never going to be the same again. Dogs. Dogs. Fur everywhere. And during the wintertime, there's salt. And mud and... You know, ice. You guys are caught up on the actual feature here. But what I'm suggesting to you. Well, that's the start. No, no. But I'm saying the key here is on one end of the spectrum, you have this dream state of the this visual of who Will do is when he has a drop top Bronco and he's in uh, Utah. Sure. And got the hard tops. Whatever. He's got the hard top, top. but it's removed. That's a drop top because you can take it off. Okay, fine. Uh, I want to do that, though. You would uh, never take it off? You it's must. It's risky, though. What? It's just a lot of work. and I feel yeah, like that's I, what I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. What? That's what makes the Bronco are you the Bronco. Pro- are you kidding mm. right now? <laughs> you would definitely take it off. Especially in the summer. Can at, you at, one point, yeah. at one point. Yeah, maybe saying... maybe during the when I go to the beach or something. But on a regular basis, no. So what I'm saying is it's constantly, and it's the same thing if you got like that car back there. There's a yeah, yeah yeah. There's a Toyota Supra back there. The Supra. It, it's there's a point at which something is just cool for the sake of cool, and then there's another justification that comes in, like where it's like almost a different part of your mind that can find a way to justify. But you need practical elements in order to do that. Yes. Otherwise, it's just wild and strictly wild, and it's hard to for it to have no, nothing to hold on, nothing to grip onto. Okay. And so you can. Like well, there's can, many other reasons. No, no, I know, but I, the reason this drain plug thing has come up so much is because no one, you cannot argue against the drain plug. Yes, it's innocuous, and when you do need it, it's amazing. Exactly. But yet, yes. uh, how, the degree to which it improves your life is relatively insignificant. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> if it's there, dude, I'm telling you, I would use I would it use, all the I would time. probably use it <laughs> right, once Dave? a month, realistically. Yeah. I know, but yeah. in most cases, so like in the case of the Bronco, the intent is that it's going to be off-road. It's going to get muddy. You're going to have like the whole picture is uh, connected to those drain plugs. 
if you had drain plugs in a, I don't know, a, a <laughs> Ferrari, it, it wouldn't it, make sense. It, it kind of doesn't, of it's not really how people use it. So you kind of have to use the car in the rugged fashion to fully realize the maximum potential of those drain plugs. Like, I saw, I saw. Uh, do you realize the sentence you just said? But I, I, saw, so I saw somebody maximum potential in a of those Jeep, drain plugs. uh, uh, at the stoplight, and uh-huh. the thing was completely covered in mud. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, and this was on the weekend, there wasn't a single inch of it that wasn't coated in mud. Okay. And for that individual... He wants drain plugs. That, my God, that is like, that's like a 10 from a usefulness perspective. Uh-huh. For some of us, it's more like a 6, and then depending on your lifestyle, it might be a 2. But it all it all ties into your per- perception of your own lifestyle sure. and how useful this could actually be. But winters are pretty nasty around here. That gets dirty. Salt gets involved. Yeah. And, but also I'll say this. You know what? Hold on. That picture right there. Like. This gives me it just, satisfaction. Yes, dude. You look at that and you're like, I could be hosing down my car every day mm-hmm. and yes. flushing my problems down that drain. Mm. Well, see, there might be some psychological element. <laughs> yeah. there. But you know what I'm saying? Like when I saw that picture, when I was like, "What are dream plugs?" And I saw, I'm like, "I get it. That would be that would be a pull. I would I would absolutely consider uh, the option if I could get it." Well, I think this some in some weird way might coincide with the proliferation of auto detailing videos on YouTube for satisfaction. Sure, maybe like those things took off have you watched any of this detailing content i have it's interesting stuff yeah maybe people have picked up on this idea of the satisfaction of having a newly cleaned car and everyone knows what a dirty one feels like dude newly cleaned anything feels great to me you know like pressure washers have you been on that (laughs) subreddit everything away yes so sad including depression No, they're yeah. so cool. So this is like, yeah, I it's would just, use this. The, fun, the, the funny, like the meme of this show is that is that you have this really cool car, this Bronco, and the thing that Will was most excited for is this drain plug. Well, I just don't understand why they don't have it in other cars. Yeah, like the option to yeah put them in. I mean, you gotta you gotta have clearance now. Like now, the bottom of your car has to be designed a very particular way. Sure, but if if I would also think there might be some disadvantage, like maybe. No, no. Yeah, I mean, you don't want me to go. No, no. <laughs> what? What's the so if you're going through a pond, no, if you're in your vehicle and you're going through the pond, oh, thing, the, the water comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I would be curious to look at the way that the valve operates, but like, for example, and this is not to say that this is going to happen, but you can, I had a car once, it was actually a Jeep, and uh, somehow some chipmunk found a way to make a nest in it. Okay. All while it was being used. Sure. And so one one day I go to start it up and it wouldn't, um, it wouldn't turn on. Okay. And I popped the hood and there was scattered about just acorns and whatever squirrels are into. Leaves, brush. It had been building essentially a nest inside of there. So this is kind of like a nice entry path. Depending on oh. how in the wilderness you are, and whether or not if people? you if you leave food in there or something, 
For sure, a chipmunk sure. could fit through that valve. Not if not if the plug has been messed around plugged. with. Oh yeah, yeah. If, yeah. It's not a drain, dude. It's a drain plug. Yeah, but I assume that there's. I assume there's like <laughs> a. Ca the I assume there's a cavity, right? There's no plug on the bottom portion of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's only on the top yeah. side, and then there's probably. And like, I'm sure if it's like rubber or something. I mean, this is this is so fringe. Like, what we're, we're <laughs> exactly we're, we're like we're like worried about chipmunks, but like I don't know, maybe the other maybe other elements. You're opening up the cavity to to water. Is the water going to drain down completely? Going to is it possible to that it's going to sit on some metal component, cause rust? I don't know. I bet you there's some car guy. It's not me that's going to say here's why every car doesn't have drain plugs. And maybe Ford figured it out mm. and they found a way to do it, which is uh, the correct implementation. And it's like the greatest drain plug ever. But it, there's almost, it just sounds like you're jealous and you wish you had drain maybe, plugs. Maybe, maybe, maybe the real problem here <laughs> is you, you want your own drain plug. I want drain plugs more than Will wants drain plugs. <laughs> but you don't want to say it. And I'm trying yeah. to talk my, yeah, my, yeah. my way out of it. That's right. Yeah. The moment. Uh, the other issue is that most cars have carpets in them. Yeah, yeah. but you, they, they come off, I'm assuming, there's right? That's a, underneath. There's No, there's a carpet under your carpet. Well, the thing with oh, the Bronco right. is all plastic. Which also is a oh, thing that when, when you have a rugged vehicle, you opt for basically a plastic interior. Yeah. So, but anyway, look, I'm not trying to rain on anybody's drain plugs here. <laughs> That's not what I signed up for here today. I love the Bronco, and I'm trying to talk them into the Bronco the whole time. Yeah. I'm totally against the Tesla Model 3 Audible that he called. What color did you get in the Bronco? Like, what did you order originally? Gray. Nice. I think it was carbonized gray. He he simultaneously ordered a Bronco and a Model Three at the same time. Yeah. Uh, no, the Bronco came first, I guess, and then the Model Three. Looking at a uh, eight months, right? Which is still long, but yeah, he he ordered it after he was second guessing his decision on the Bronco, and of course the audience has weighed in. It's almost a fifty fifty split as yeah, far as surprisingly sentiment is. It's almost a coin flip on what people think he should get. Yeah, and for completely separate reasons. Which it's it's most people don't cross shop a Bronco and a Model Three. <laughs> yeah, no, for yeah. sure. It's a it's a a really unusual. Um, but you have a Tesla, so you're probably Team Tesla on this front. Like as far as what you would vote for. I mean, depends on what he wants to do with that Bronco. If he's going to beaches, like the Tesla's not a good beach car. No beach, right? No so, beach. Yeah. yeah, if you're a beach goer, right? Bronco. Yeah, I realized. Um, since they're so completely opposite cars, my habits would have to change and they would have to adapt. I had this whole idea, if I were to get the Model 3, my, the whole idea of, you know, going rock crawling and, you know, overlanding, all that stuff is probably going to not happen, really. But the you dream, know what I mean? But it was so the dream. Sad. So sad. <laughs> I mean, people have people have seen the birth of a dream on this show and the death of a dream on this show. Right? No, it it's all, not it, happened it did, yet. I know, but it, it all is. did happen on this show. Like people have been a part of this progression. I guess they 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 were there at the genesis of the idea when you had concocted this uh, this other character that would be doing all these activities. Dream Willie. Exactly. That's what I was calling him. You know, or fun. I said fun, fun versus practical. Yeah. Right. And I think a lot of people, even though this is the most bizarre car shop ever in comparison, I think a lot of people have this battle when they're in this space making these decisions. Because yeah, what, yeah. what should you have? I don't know. 
It's it's bizarre. You like, know what's so weird? Now that you now that you mentioned this, that it being like a, a, a weird thing to cross shop, uh, like ten years ago, I was choosing between an Audi A5, like a two door sport car, yeah, versus a Ridge, like a Honda Ridge line, which is like Whoa, a pickup. Whoa, that's a weird. It was so weird, and I remember having and one was practical because I went like I was snowboarding, like there was a lot of stuff I want to do with the pickup. Uh, and I just, it was weird. And then now you think about it. So maybe it's not as rare as you think to, to, well, th there's one cross shop other element that he has that adds to it, what? which is electric versus gas. That's true. That's a huge yeah. Yeah. difference. And one of them, you're kind of on the cusp. You're part of the future. Yeah. You, you're, you're Mr. Elon, whatever you are. It's a whole identity that comes with it. Yeah. Right, like test. There's so many Teslas on the road now. It's different than it was at one time. You're part of a group. Yeah. You're you're. Uh, you might even buy some Tesla stock, like Mo. <laughs> you can. It's a whole. It's a strong brand from that perspective. Yeah. Um. There's a sense of belonging, and and there's a sense of kicking gasoline to the curb, and I don't know about that. I don't. I, that's there's that commentary comes up. I feel some. I think some uh, people the environmental with that. aspect. Sure. Yeah. It it comes up. But I don't think Will. I don't think that's in it for Will. Oh, okay. Will's not getting electric to kick gas to the curb. Go ahead. Are you? <laughs> no. Go ahead. I don't know. I mean, I would like to save a little bit more. You um, driving an electric car. Like elect like cost wise or cost environmental? Wise. Yeah. More so on the cost than exactly. environmental, but I consider both. Sure. Know, trying to be democratic here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, they're definitely but uh, which one did you choose? I went with the A5. Oh, okay. Uh, I think, it was, you know what, the person who convinced me was actually my mom. She was like, you're only going to be this age right now. Like when you're 50 or like 40 and you're driving like a two-door coupe, you, it's not going to be the same. And I thought, huh. Hmm. Fun, funny that. enough, that's when a lot of people do it, though. Midlife crisis, they actually get a fast car at that point. But I feel like they miss out on the joys of actually having a fast car that that fits where you should be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those joys consist of, Dave. Sure. Maybe one day you can fill me in on oh that. Oh, my God. Having a fast car at the right age. Yeah, no. But you know what I mean? There's, there's something about... Having a a faster car when you're in your twenties. Oh yeah, just ask sure. the insurance company about that. Right? There's definitely a difference. Yeah, there's definitely a difference. True. Uh, Elon Musk calls out Twitter employee caught in Project Veritas video mocking his Aspergers. Uh, I don't know if you've been following, and well, obviously you've heard about the Twitter thing, mm -hmm. trying to buy Twitter, and there's been a little bit of a holdup around bot accounts. A yeah. discrepancy, the reported figure under 5% of accounts. Yeah, there's no way. No right. way. Well, that's a lot of people seem to agree with you on that. Uh, so there's a, a further investigation. The purpose of the investigation could be either to escape the deal. Uh, of course, there would be penalties associated with that. Or to maybe as a negotiation tactic, we use the comparison of a home inspection. Mm. You find out something's wrong. You don't really want to back out of the deal. You're just... You're going to have to go fix that thing, and so you use it as a negotiation tactic. Right. Uh, and in his case, there's money coming from a variety of sources, and they may have their own requirements around 
active users and things like that, or their own expectations, you're going to want clean data going into it. You're going to want to know what you're buying. And I feel like he would have, like he may not be able to get like the, the exact percentage that Twitter has access to, but even before he even offered to purchase it, I feel like his team must have vetted out the rough percentage of inactive bot accounts. No? I'm sure they have it, which is probably why there's a, a skepticism around the 5% number. But you might say, hey, we speculate, here it is. And then the Twitter team tells you, no, we've done the work and here's what it actually is. Mm. And then you say, I want to do my own audit. I need access. And then they say, absolutely not. And you can see how this goes down. Sure. So I'm sure there's that he, listen, if he believed the 5%, the deal would be done. Right. So he must have some sort of intuition, if not data, pointing at something else. Yeah. I mean, even even his own anecdotal data, if he tweets what his replies look like, it's a lot more than 5% of the replies but, that are bots, but I know they target him. Yeah. In a, in a, in a, um, a more intense way, as you would, considering the amount of interaction, the opportunity represented by one of his tweets. Yeah. But anyway, the latest thing here is how do Twitter employees feel about it? Not all of them are fans of Elon Musk and and not all of them are fans of his plans. And so there's been, I guess, some investigation into the sentiment and some of the Twitter's internal strategy and policies. And it's just there's been a microscope on Twitter that didn't exist prior to the same extent. Yeah. I mean, anywhere Elon goes, the scopes come out, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, do you think that there's any kind of possibility that he actually just walks away from this? My understanding is that this is, that's difficult to do at this point. It would be expensive. Yeah. Uh, but it certainly is possible, yeah, yeah. right? If, uh, if, it, if, if things look a lot worse than they actually, I mean, Twitter struggled for a long time to make any money. Mm -hmm. And... Even when you're the richest person in the world, seemingly it's not as easy as, well, some some have the perspective that it means you can do whatever you want. There's still rules and regulations. Yeah. Rules, regulations, and how, how do you do things that aren't going to impact or affect the wealth you've already created? Mm. And... So, like, even this deal, for example, you got all these other, all these uh, external parties contributing funds to make it happen because yeah. you can't just be selling all this stock in Tesla. Um, there's rules around that. Yeah. How liquid he can actually become, even though he happens to be worth all this money, without impacting his core businesses, and of which there are plenty at this point. Then there's the attention component, which is speculation around if he's so invested in Twitter and if he takes on the CEO role. What does that mean for my confidence in Tesla or SpaceX or whatever right. else? I thought that was interesting when he when there was news that he was going to buy this, that Tesla's stock was affected. Yeah, like that's weird to me that you're that as investors like that that shakes your confidence in Tesla's ability to generate revenue down the line or grow as a company. That like someone's interest is in somewhere else. Like that's I don't know. That's weird to me. <laughs> Um, well, isn't there only so much of him to go around so many decisions he can make on a daily basis? How much input he can have on decision making once it's split up into a number of projects? Sure, but it's not like he's calling every shot at Tesla. Absolutely he's got incredibly not. smart people that know the, the direction and the vision that they have. Right, but 
but confidence in the market is not necessarily logical or reasonable. Mm. And if his attachment, he's probably the biggest influencer in the world, either him or Kim Kardashian. It's got to be him. But you, but what I mean, but what the reason I bring that up is because he is an engineer. He's the marketing team. He's he's it's it's kind of like it's like when Steve Jobs dies. He's kind of like the brand. He's the brand. He's more than any person can be. Mm. He's representative of an idea. He also has the vision. Well, we, assu- we, we think assume we, he yeah. does. Sure, we yeah. assume he does. Like Apple's been okay. Right, but yeah. but but how would it be different if right. Jobs never died? I don't know. It's hard, it, but they've been okay. Certainly, the bank account's been fine. Yeah. The profits have been okay. <laughs> Tesla is very likely full of incredibly talented people. Right. However, the market judges things based on superficial elements. Mm. What do I see? What do I know? If I'm investing, I mean, even when you're talking about startups. And you have like incubators and things. Sure. And they say, well, we're not we're not investing in your idea. We're investing in you, the entrepreneur, because we believe in you mm. specifically as a founder. Okay. And even if you pivot into something else, that's well, where we want to go. We, they both they will still follow. I see. Okay. So anyway, the it's probably exaggerated in his case. But anyway, what, what ended up happening happening here was a hidden camera with a Twitter employee. This is all alleged, obviously, where he goes on to explain that uh, – I mean, and I'm going to paraphrase. Like ba- basically Twitter is not responsible to uh, for for providing free speech to people and mm-hmm. there's uh, – I mean he just kind of exposes the fact that there's some level of – I don't know if censorship's the right word, but – No, that's exactly the word. Manipulation of yeah. – uh, It's censorship straight up. Sure. Right. I, that's the word I'd use. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, but it, it's actually maybe even more than censorship. When you're manipulating the conversation, when you're deciding what to promote and not promote, mm. you're kind of the arbiter of truth, right? Mm-hmm. You get to decide what is and what isn't mm-hmm. for most people. Mm-hmm. So it's even beyond censoring one thing. You're also picking the thing that you choose to Elevated. amplify. Yeah. And so there's a real hefty responsibility in that once you start making those calls, which is part of the reason why Elon's been saying it's got to be open source, how everything works, why yeah. a particular post is elevated versus another. And I don't know if you're using Twitter much right now, but uh, even enabling the uh, chronological button over yeah. the algorithmic. I don't use Twitter much, but I know the cr- the chronological thing. Wait, I want like, – what's your take on this? Do you feel like – Twitter should have that power to control conversations like that? Well, the argument— Is this too political of a question to ask you? No, absolutely. Oh, okay. That's this, this what this show—we do. Okay. We talk about everything. Sure. Um, the argument here is that because they're a business and because they have— average, much like YouTube, or you can remember around COVID, they're like, don't say right. the word COVID. Actually, now that I said the word COVID, when this episode goes to Spotify, it'll have mm-hmm. a warning now. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Just because I said the word. But you see how all these private companies have to, they're trying to find ways to satisfy their advertisers because they're all advertising models, which is right. the other reason why Elon brought up the only way we can do this is if we move towards a subscription model and people are willing to pay for Twitter. Right. Because 
as much as this guy, I, I don't even know, like, here's a quote. Some of my colleagues are like super left, 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 left. They're like, this would be my last day, the senior engineer said. We did all we could to like revolt against it. A lot of the employees revolted against it. But at the end of the day, the board of directors have the say, and then they acted on their best interest because they didn't want to get sued. He's talking, obviously, about people internally, their opinion around the being, buyout. Yeah, the buyout or yeah, having being involved with Elon in any in any right. kind of way. But I guess there's like the philosophical answer to your question, and then there's the business answer to your question. I just want to know your your thoughts on it. I know, your, your I know, personal. but it, oh. it depends on where you're placing me because I, I post here on YouTube, and I understand the advertising model. I also understand the subscriber model because these people give us super chats. They give yeah. us direct. Right? Support, yeah. Support. In a direct support environment, absolutely not. Stay the hell out of it. Yeah. In an advertiser environment, because I interact with advertisers, I get it. Yeah. That if that's how the if that's how you the cameras stay rolling, you can't that's who pay, that's who runs the business, not you. Yeah. They do. And all of our big tech products we interact with operate that way. Apple doesn't operate that way increasingly other brands are moving in those directions even google getting into hardware talking the way they're talking about privacy mm. um creating nightmare scenarios for companies like F facebook and meta that and they even get into hardware in order to kind of circumvent some of these restrictions That's some of the things that apple has done yeah so we're in a different phase on the internet right now where maybe twitter is the public square and if it is, then maybe the advertising model is not the right one. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't, and you can find a way of running it on a subscription basis or paid for by the users, then absolutely not. No one should have that degree of control over what gets seen and doesn't get seen. But it goes further because then we have to decide where the barriers are where where the lines exist because obviously there's still doxing there's still threats yeah there's still uh <clears throat> certain circumstances where there you there there has to be some governance i never really considered it like that but the whole like the fact that advertisers have need that need that control on that right so like I, it, like uh, the the biggest example that I've been a part of was Adpocalypse on YouTube where yeah, yeah. where a couple of behaviors fringe behaviors and um unintentional placements so you would have fringy content that made it through the great filter of YouTube right then you would have a high profile advertiser like Unilever show up beside it then you would have a series of emails and then you would have a complete shutdown of the entire business model of the world's second biggest website and first biggest content sharing platform, or at least uh, video watching, whatever you want to call YouTube. Right. That that's all it would take. And that the platform itself could do nothing about it. Yeah, that was weird. That there was no other way to sustain the business outside. And why do you think now there's been all this investment in alternative revenue streams on platforms like this, like like super chats, like paid subscriptions, mm. ways to um, go around advertisers, diversify the model in order to make it more robust and yeah. less susceptible, because you have no leverage. Yeah, 
So it, if you'd yeah. like 10 minutes ago before I asked you that question, I had a very clear thought as to like what I would like my opinion on it. But I don't I feel like I see what you're saying now. It's not like I was I would have taken the stance of like that nothing should be censored like whatsoever. Like whether or not you believe it or not, it's, it's your own thing, but it just it shouldn't be censored. But I do get why why Twitter has to deal with this. Yeah, and and it's also I guess the cor- the the typical corporate structure mm. with a board of directors and shareholders. Who really gets to make the call in that environment? Which is the reason that this acquisition had to be private, and it's the reason why Elon's toyed with the idea of taking other companies private, including Tesla, and mm. obviously got in trouble for that. Famously, you much like shareholders are kind of like advertisers. Yeah, exactly. They slap you on the wrist and they remind you who's in charge. Yeah. And they kind of influence the trajectory of a company. So this is, I, I, I presume this is his motivation in this acquisition. He said, this is the public square. This is where speech and conversation is happening. Mm. It needs a complete overhaul. I don't want a share. I don't want to be a shareholder. I don't want to be on the board, right. which was initially discussed. The whole structure has to change. The way that it, the way that revenue is generated. Uh, do you think Twitter would live like would that would the platform survive having it, it, like no like where it's a paid model? The entire thing is a paid model for the users. I think it would have to be a combination. Right, that much like YouTube, there would need to be a diversification of revenue streams. So, it, yeah, but at the moment you bring in advertisers, now you have to start censoring content. Yes and no, but it gives it does give you leverage. So, like if there's another adpocalypse on YouTube, and YouTubers have done a good job of building out their alternative revenue streams, they might stay, and in which case viewers might stay. Right, merch and like you, you see how YouTubers figure out ways to insulate themselves and their businesses. I haven't. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> some you, some YouTubers, sure. It's a common kind of kind of behavior. Yeah. And so that could, I suppose, happen on Twitter. That, but it, it, there's no clear way to do it because people don't want to pay for tweets. Yeah. People don't want to. You already have it. They tried. They've tried recently with super follows. Mm. You would pay for one account or. Uh, it, of course, it happens on with YouTube Premium. You get a percentage of the revenue generated from the person's premium subscription, and they never see ads again. It's pretty cool. Now, Twitter, I don't think, is as valuable for most people as the places they watch video. But could Twitter add more video? Sure they could. And, and the ads aren't nearly as obnoxious. On Twitter? Yeah. They're bad, but compared to, like, ad on, like, a video platform. Right. It's very... It's awful right but let's say twitter did add video and then some of the prominent accounts on twitter started to produce video mm, yeah and they incentivized it they invested in it early and then turned that into subscription like spotify has somehow figured out a way to compete with all the giants mm. because guess what they did they got content that people wanted and they packed it behind a paywall and they said good luck like could twitter do the same could they go after talent and say you're exclusively on twitter sure they could that's so weird. The idea of that is so weird. It's a weird idea, but it's been employed elsewhere. Now, Twitter, it's because of our perception of Twitter that it's just simply, it's like, it's still 140 characters. I yeah. mean, it isn't, but you can't even, 
edit tweets right. and we're talking about but they twitter had twitter had vine before yep. tiktok existed yeah they have spaces they, twitter had spaces they're experimenting and by the way i'm not saying that they're ready right now nft collections i mean they, they're just experimenting but i'm certainly not saying that they're ready right now but anyway in this video the twitter employee does not come off in the greatest light whatsoever uh targeting elon on a in a personal way over his um asperger's and i mean pretty much nobody likes this what's going on here it's not a good look for twitter or twitter employees however it is worth noting that this individual and i don't know if people care about this but they were recorded unknowingly yeah, yeah. um both twitter uh employees got catfished apparently yeah, they were, on, oh. they were on dates. What's crazy about this particular clip is that this wow. this person talks about being targeted in the video, in the in the secret video. He talks about how other Twitter employees are being catfished in videos, and, and, he's, and he's saying, "If I hadn't met you organically, then there's no way I'd be here right now." But he thought. But meanwhile, he's getting got. Wow. Yeah. In the clip, so and they're high up. I think one of them Jeez. is uh, Twitter's lead client partner, Alex Martinez. And the other is a senior engineer, Saru Marugasan. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a good That's look. That's uncomfortable. And they Jeez. also exposed certain elements about the company, and it kind of uh, enhances Elon's argument. Sure. And encourages probably greater investigation from the general public into how Twitter operates and how they want it to operate. And Twitter might change even without him just because of all because this. Because of this, yeah. I mean, if he bounces, people, like, they might have a different perception of what's going on there. Sure. There's a lot of uh, exposure here going on. Uh, Tesla loses its spot on the S&P index due to concerns over crashes, uh, working conditions, and I guess probably something related to self-driving. S&P Dow Jones says EV makers slipped down ranks versus peers. ESG score fairly stable, but stakeholder analysis flags risks. Um, Sorry, what's an ESG score? That's like the stock volatility? Yeah, I, okay. it, it's uh, whether or not it's a pick. Is it, what, is, it, oh, okay. is, it a, is it a stock? Is it, is it a good buy? I mean, obviously, we need Mo for this section. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ESG, ESG score. Investors can compare a company's performance to that of industry peers and companies from other sectors by assigning an ESG score, which can range from 0 to 100. A score of less than 50 is regarded as poor, while a score of more than 70 is considered excellent. Go back to the article, Will. So they're saying that they're, they're still considered like a, a good stock in terms of financial gains, but because of the working conditions and stuff? That's why it's getting knocked out of S&P? I think that's one part of it. Uh, okay, S&P Dow Jones uh, says that Tesla's score on environmental, social, and governance standards has remained fairly stable over the past year, but that it has slipped down the ranks against improving global peers. The index provider also mm -hmm. cited concerns related to working conditions and the firm's handling of an investigation into deaths and injuries linked to its driver assistance systems. A lack of low-carbon strategy and codes of business conduct also counted against Elon Musk's company, it said. While Tesla may be playing its part in taking fuel-powered cars off the road, it has fallen behind its peers when examined through a wider ESG lens. 
Uh, this is via Margaret Dorn, Senior Director and Head of ESG Indices for S&P Dow Jones in North America. Dude, look at look at Elon's tweet. That Exxon, the gas company, <laughs> is top 10. That's right. For environment, social, and governance. Are you kidding? He goes on to say ESG is a scam. It has been weaponized by phony social justice warriors. Uh, we tend to know where Elon stands on that. This is uh, one of those situations where you may have a group here um, uh, exerting its influence mm. and uh, kind of, I mean, I'm not going to go into any type of conspiracy here, but I would presume there would be some, for somebody, there could be incentives for this for sort sure. of thing, that there could be some sort of incentive structure around this. S&P 500 ESG index is tracked by at least 16 exchange traded funds. Berkshire Hathaway, Johnson & Johnson, and Meta Platforms are among other large companies that also don't make the list. Huh. Interesting. Those are big companies, by the way. Who, Isn't Berkshire Hathaway's, uh, it's an investor's Buffett. thing. Yeah, Warren Buffett's thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they, you know, what sort of protocols are they looking for yeah. when it comes to environment or when it comes to working conditions? Hmm. Uh, what is that standard that they're looking for? And is it completely, are the rules completely open? Can we all go and look at it and say, how do we compete? Or, um, I bet it's all or is failed. it like an, is it like an Academy Award? Exactly. And it's, it's like, I don't know. It's that. It's Although failed. I did get an email from JD Power. Okay. About my Taycan. What did it say? It wanted me to participate. Oh. So that's real. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's real or not, but you know what I'm saying? Like, in that case, they want my feedback. That's the purpose of the thing. The initial quality. So it has to be a relatively new car. Sure. And, hey, have you had any problems? If so, what was it? How were you taken care of? Et cetera, et cetera. So we know that JD Power is real. I, th I didn't answer it, so it's not real until I guess I contribute. Maybe I should just do it. Yeah. Be part I, of the solution. Maybe I should just do it. What do you have to do? Well, I got to do, it's essentially like a survey on my initial satisfaction with the Taycan and Porsche as a brand. Oh, okay. I can give you a preview. It's good. I would imagine. It, it's good. <laughs> Just a thumbs up. Yeah, if if it was that easy to fill out the survey. <laughs> yeah, then you had done it. One thumb or two thumbs? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm like, perfect. How many thumbs up? Like, you, you spin this little dial as to how, how good the thumb is? That's, That's it. it. I'd be done already. Yeah. Oh, here's one for you. This is your deal. NVIDIA's Monster RTX 4090 I'm stoked GB for that. Tipped to arrive mid-July. Maybe don't buy a high-end card right now. I heard that this new card at the top end is supposed to suck like so much juice to make it run. Like I don't know the numbers. Is there the numbers in the article? Like I want to say it's like. So do people watts. have to get new power supplies? Is that what I you're saying? I think a lot of them will. Okay, no, 450 watts just for the thing, just for the card. Wow, that's a lot of juice, man. Fewer cores and lower power. 450 versus 600. Hmm. 50% more cores than the RTX 3090. It's on NVIDIA's new Ada Lovelace architecture. Whatever. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so sexual. Okay. That's a weird code okay. name, right? Uh, reportedly crams in a bunch of other hardware as well as um, double the raw performance. I want to see this because the 30, like the 30 series is yeah. already phenomenal. 
Like it's truly phenomenal. Yeah, like what do you even need right now? What are you what it, are you currently using? I use like a 3080, 30, 3080. 3080, yeah. yeah. But the thing is Do you ever feel like Hey, this is just not cutting it. That's what I was about to say. It's like never. Right. Like never. Like it doesn't matter what game I'm playing. It doesn't matter what I'm using. It's just when you get goofy and you try to like max everything out. Yeah. You can confine the fringe, can't you? <laughs> I mean, you don't you, have to, but. You need, you need applications. I don't mean like aspect, like you need practical uses mm -hmm. of this. Like if there was a game that was going to lean really hard on this. That'd be awesome to see. Mm. But like there's nothing out there that pushes GPUs hard enough that makes you go, oh, this runs like ass on my 3080. Right. What about uh, um, Unreal? Unreal Engine? Yeah. But I mean, nothing other than like playable demos and stuff. There's nothing that's based on hmm. Unreal 5, right? Yeah. So maybe. maybe. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're, if you're crafting this stuff yourself, you might want to have one of these. Yeah. yeah. But, but isn't it always the case? That the next gen isn't useful right away. Do you know what I mean? I'd say for it, the past two generations, yeah. But it, like when the 1080 came out, you needed I it. I mean that that dates me. I sound like a fucking dinosaur when yeah, I Yeah, what's that. a 1080? <laughs> but when, I wasn't like, the, born yet. When the 10 series came out, yeah, those things were so good because like games were demanding and like yeah. they didn't run that good on nine nine hundred series stuff. Um, what about AMD stuff? That's really good, Are too. Are they comparable or? Like at the top end? No. Yeah. Like no? the no. best NVIDIA card is going to outdo the best AMD card. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, these things are insane investments as well. Yeah, the the fact so that it's become normal. <laughs> it's so expensive. <laughs> so, I mean, it's like everything else in the space, I guess. But yeah. what do you think a 4090 is going to cost? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? To, to, yeah. for, like even, for most people, it's just to play games. Yeah. I, I get it. You can do work and there's other ways you can. It doesn't have drain plugs. <laughs> if it yeah. had drain plugs, then it would be totally worth it. Right. But otherwise. But I, I, I would expect this thing to break 2,000. Oh, yeah. 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 I agree with that, especially inflation and whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. The, it was 2,000 for the 3090 no, Ti. No, but that's the Ti. That's like the special edition. So... Yeah. Normally, when they come out of the new one, it's got to be cheaper than the TI of the previous one with better okay. performance. Okay. So maybe so it'll be seventeen ninety nine. You heard it here first. My guess is seventeen ninety nine for the forty ninety, but it's like thirty percent better than the the thirty ninety TI. You know, some people in the chat they're running ten seventy TI, twenty seventy, couple different. Uh... See, I don't know that the average person. Is even these up are not to average. Date. These guys are like they're you. If you have a twenty seventy, you're you're in the upper already. Right? Yeah, it's that's already good stuff that can run almost everything at like great frame rates, great. Resolution. You're doing fine. Yeah, you're doing fine for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Here we have a fourteen hundred horsepower Bentley EV zero to sixty in one point five seconds. One point. Dude, 5 I seconds. think that's I think that's BS. Go ahead. I remember when when the Tesla Roadster came out. Mm, came I mean, out. No, like when they announced it, <laughs> when they launched it, right? You mean 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Yes. When there were first inklings of it. I remember they're saying that the the zero, like the top speed, I think that was that 2.1, they uh -huh. were saying that unless you created a rubber compound that doesn't exist, tires wouldn't be able to accelerate a vehicle faster than that than that time right there. Mm. So 1.5 1.5 Go ahead. That's just way too fast. You see my rate. <laughs> I mean, it's Bentley. Mm. 
Drivers of the Bentley EV will be able to select a slower acceleration speed if the quicker setting makes them feel nauseous. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a Bentley thing that no. you would need that, but they did make the GT, right? Yeah. I guess that, you know. That thing had some speed, but come on. That seems, no. It is motor1.com. I mean, it's a real website. Scroll down. Is there scroll a, down, Will. Why don't you scroll down for actually us Actually, hit the comments. Hit the 13 I that think right that's, there. I think that's actually uh, Dave's catchphrase. Scroll down, dude. Scroll down. <laughs> he's, he's not happy with your scroll speed at all. Bentley CEO Adrian Hallmark indicates the brand's first EV could have as much as 1,400 horsepower when it arrives in 2025. This would allow for effortless acceleration. If we're 650 horsepower now with GT speed, we will double that with the BE. Dude, it's not about horsepower. You need you need tires that can stick to the ground to use that. Horsepower. Are you yelling at this guy right now? God damn it! No, I I don't know. Maybe they did create a special. It's like, what are you, an engineer or something? Get <laughs> yeah. the hell out of here. Get some tires. But from zero to 60 mile mile per hour point of view, there are diminishing returns. The problem is it's uncomfortable, and then it becomes nauseous. I mean, the car looks cool. Look at the doors looks on that thing. Wicked cool. Look at the doors on that. That looks wild. Uh, it's, it's like a uh, metallic chrome. Yeah. Paint. It's almost as cool as your Bronco that you never, that you <laughs> never got. That you never if got. If you look closely, there's some drain drain plugs down there. Yeah. <laughs> you see drain plugs in this vehicle, you'd be like, uh. <laughs> it's to catch the puke because you're so nauseous <laughs> like, with acceleration. Well, I don't I mean, it looks really cool. It looks sick. Yeah. I'm I mean, this is not... Very futuristic. Yeah, this is just the concept, though, right? Yeah. You're really calling bullshit on this guy on multiple levels. Uh, multiple on 1.5? Multiple, multiple. Well, he did say 2025. Maybe they have some new compound by then. The tire compound you're looking for. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Dude, even like F1 cars, they spend so much R&D so on tire, much. Compound, con tire compounds. Oh damn! Shout out Gabriel. Appreciate the super chat. He says, "Go ahead, Dave." That's our that's our other meme. That's our other meme on the channel. Which is what? To go ahead. Yeah. It's oh, when the floor you're is off all the time. It's when the floor. No, no. It's not not just you. I mean, uh, like everybody. It's when the floor is yours. Oh. Uh, yeah. They'll also tell somebody, "Go ahead." It's when you're in a, in a like on a roll. Like uh, right, right now, you're on a roll, hating on this. Sure. So it's definitely a go-ahead Dave moment. I want to see the commentary on this. The 13 people that commented on this article, did anyone mention the, the did anyone call BS on that? 14 comments Let's now. see. Let's see who's with you here. 1.5 seconds. Yeah. I highly doubt it. There's Dave representing the first comment, feeling feeling uh, justified. But the, the thing is, why, if you're going to launch this, this concept, why open with this theoretical top speed that's... To get eyeballs. Like lying? Yeah, clickbait. That's straight clickbait. clickbait. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. It's clickbait. It's like given. these foam runners over here. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I don't need to explain to you. Dude. All right. Um, yeah. But you're right. Okay. I mean, they're gonna have to do some really nutty engineering to achieve that beyond what is probably we're probably capable of at the moment. Uh, here we have a giant landslide making a lake disappear. Damn. Look at those people. Tiny, by comparison, like little ants. What is going on? Dude, why are they so close to that? Holy. Yeah. Where was Yeah, they're, they're on the edge. It's, um, the earth is wild. <laughs> Dude, the lake is actually disappearing. 
You're right, though. They're casually standing there, and they feel very secure right? in the land they're on, which is <laughs> very close to the land, which is not secure at <laughs> which all. Which is sliding. Mm-hmm. What is going on? I'm sure there's some sort of plate shifted, and uh, my Myanmar. Myanmar, and 200 people died. Okay. Dude, my grandma's from there, from Burma. Whoa. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Have you ever been there? I haven't. Okay. Well. But that's cool. I guess people... Well, not cool, but 200 people died. Well, so that that goes to show you, you're standing nearby, but obviously it did gobble up quite a... Whoa. Oh, they're running, actually. I didn't notice yeah. that. They realized at that point... Maybe this isn't safe. When the lake disappears, you run. Oh, yeah. I mean, if not before. I wonder if there's any way to prepare for that. Like, I, I presume an earthquake triggered this, but maybe not. I don't know. Other conditions. Oh, they say 100 plus died in the, in a mine. So I guess if you were, yeah, if you were in a mine at that moment. Flooded? They are near a jade mine, and that would trigger the landslide, the mine. The mining. Uh, Damn. Too much TNT down there. <sighs> but that jade, that stuff might be worth something. Jade. I presume. Yeah. Here we have a wheelchair that allows you to stand up. How have I never seen this before? Whoa. What? Engineering. Damn. See, if they can do that, they can do 0 to 60 at 1.5. <laughs> if you can do this. That is... Wow. How have I never seen this before? Like in real life, you mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I would think... I mean, I don't know why. I, I guess it's probably more expensive or something, but that would be useful for any wheelchair because now you can reach cabinets and... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, go back to the beginning of that. I want to see the, the starting. It's like... It looks like a normal wheelchair. It's not like any bigger. No. Huh. I feel like this should just be the default wheelchair. There's way more moving parts, though. So there's more stuff to break. Yeah. I guess he has to strap up as that well. That, too. Yeah, but it seems worth it, no? I think so. He took the strap off, and he's still going, like, as if to prove he doesn't need the strap. Right. Hmm. It sounds like it looks oh, like the Oh, I think the, the strap, strap helps get to, you up. Yeah. It's to, like, to mechanically move the thing up with you hmm, somebody has a good idea in the chat you connect a, a battery to that and all of a sudden it's mm. motorized and you're just in an upright position and you're a transformer you are at that point yeah you got a transformer thing going on don't you dude i love well not all transformers optimus prime oh not all i just grew up like he was the first toy i ever had like my brother had it and then when he broke he gave it to me and those i remember this was the first toy that I ever like truly wanted, mm -hmm. and I had it. There's a new Lego one. Yeah, Have yeah, you heard yeah. about it? It's $170. I'm totally getting this. Oh, okay. 19 points of articulation. That's when you're really into it. You start to talk about points of articulation. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> like a Gundam. I, I don't care about the points of articulation. Okay, okay, go ahead. I just think what he's do awesome. You care about? What do you care about, Dave? That's he's, he's people want to know. He's pretty cool. You know what's even sicker? There is a teal and white Optimus Prime. He's not called Optimus Prime. I forget his name. But he's a Transformer who's teal and white. So does that mean that... Well, why does that mean he's better? Because he's got the best colors. <laughs> uh, I forget his name. Ultra Magnus? That's right. Look up Ultra Magnus. That's his name. <laughs> Ultra Magnus. Oh, that's not him. Uh, maybe this guy. 
Uh, I just remember a teal and white version. I mean, I like the name Ultra Magnus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there he is. Did you own him? No, but I wanted him. Oh. I wanted him. <laughs> Look at him. He's like albino optimus. Well, I feel like you can track <laughs> him down now. No? Yeah, I'm sure, but probably like $4,000. Right. For Ultra Magnus. For Ultra Magnus. <laughs> He's just that rare. Um, what we got next? A truck displays its view on on the back to help drivers. Oh, yeah, this is this is smart. What is this? That's the truck's view. Oh, so you can see in front of the truck. See in front oh. of the truck. So like hard braking. That's pretty cool. No hard brake. Slow brake. Plus, you got a giant QR, just in case. Yeah. Just in case you want to go look at the ad, whatever it is. Boardway Life. What is it, like an Instagram account or something? Is it always broadcasting or recording or something along those lines? Um, Mo's trying to scan the QR at the moment. What's going on, Mo? That's what I'm trying to do. Okay. What's it bring you to? Hmm. Mo, I think you should say hi to everybody. They're really worried about you. What's up, Chad? Oh, gee. Oh, wow. Holy. That was more than we bargained for right there. That was aggressive. As I heard a can get kicked. He's in, He's still scanning Q. Oh, I get not happy. Maybe it's a fake, dude. And he keeps moving through. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't go anywhere. And there he goes. There goes Mo. Anyway, look, he's fine. No reason to be concerned. I don't know what he was doing over there, back there. He's scrambling around. He's trying to get that that super into play. Oh, there he is. He's still there. You can you can come on the couch. Yeah, this not plugged in. I mean, we can plug you in. No, no. Here, just move my bag. Throw it over. Yeah, I mean, Mo. People are worried. They just want to hear a word or two. You know. Look at this guy. He's all stoked. Oh. Anyone on the couch, he's just... Yeah. You're in his world now. Yeah, hey. That's too much. You're in his world now. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, back to the show. Well, hit you got to put your mic in front, though. Hit that's this, the thing. This. No, I don't think... Yeah, it's not on right now. Oh, he doesn't. He actually doesn't have a mic. No. Kind of shows this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was saying. No, go on with the show. Kind of show we were running over here. I thought this was CNN Ultra. Oh, boy. Anyways. Okay, hit hit it. I want to see that was the that was the <laughs> theme on, song. You know how it goes oh, around here. Come on. Yes, you yes, see yes. it's quiet for a second like that. He's like, what's happening? Next up we have one of the most complicated drone shots ever filmed. Roll it. Oh, it's gonna be like a continuous continuous shot. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, it's very cool. Let's go. It's tight too. It's tight quarters. Uh-huh. Got to be a good pilot, no doubt. Boom, boom. I mean, the you got to respect the rider anyway. I don't know if this is the most complicated drone shot, man. Well, it's you, tight. It's not, it's not over yet. Sure. <laughs> look at the look at the speed, the pacing, though. This drone has to stay a relatively... Oh, now it caught up to him there. It has to get quite close to him, which is dangerous. Ooh. I presume this is a fairly intense drone. Dave is not impressed. No, I think I've just seen too much, like, amazing piloting. We're not done yet. Yeah, yeah, we'll give it another chance. We're not done. We're not even halfway. Come on. 
Okay, that post was close. I just think also the human element. Do you have you seen a lot of clips where a drone has to uh, be track that, a human that close to a human? Though it's not just tracking. Like I feel like it, it's gotten within five feet at different points. And I feel like is this guy on a race right now? Like is this being timed? Probably being timed. So if or at least casually. I just wonder if this guy had to hit the brakes quickly. That thing's flying into the back of his head. Gonna add some audio here. What do you think now? Still no impress? No impress? I mean, the I'm more impressed by the biking. That course is not easy, right? No. I, you, dude, okay, some of the drone shots out there, like any of the FPV like races and stuff, like come mm -hmm. on. No, it's... They're going into way tighter gaps. This is so continuous though. How far away is this guy from the pilot at this point? That, you know what? I never considered that. This thing is so... How is the signal being sent? Far away now. Unless he's on some apparatus behind. Like, the right, there's another bike behind him, and then some dude's riding the bike, and he's sitting on the oh back of the God, bike. Oh, my God. That sounds terrifying. I mean, what if this is the first time the drone pilot saw this course? That would, would that be impress? something else. Yes. Yeah, that would be impressive. There's no way, though. It sounds like anyone who's doing this has done has flown that course hmm. dozens of times. There he is. Yeah, it's. I think it's part of a competition. So any screw up for him could potentially screw up the rider. So there's an added pressure there as well, and any kind of latency being introduced yeah. at distance and having to adjust for that latency. Unless it was a circle somehow and, and it's like decent range Maybe. for the drone. Yeah, the but time. it seemed to it seemed to be it did. going down the mountain quite yeah. a ways. I mean, the whole thing seemed downhill. Yeah, how did they do that? That's more impressive to me. How did they get the signal to the drone the whole time? <laughs> That's what impresses you. <laughs> the tech, dude. The piloting was great, right? I couldn't, I couldn't fly like that in a million years, but I've just seen so much crazy piloting out right. there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm impressed by I'm it. I'm sure next yeah. year they're going to top it. I'm know? impressed by it. I'm going to give my shout out to the pilot, unlike you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, maybe you'll be impressed by this. This is rush hour in Japan. Here we go. Do you know the whole concept of uh, rush hour in Japan? Yeah, yeah, I've been there a couple times. Have you been in this situation? The, yeah, like during rush hour. Oh. And there's like lines. Are you in Brutal. this video clip? <laughs> That's Easy Dave. now. There I am, right there. Like oh, they come on. squash everyone into this They make it work, man. Subway car. They make it work. Oh, no. But the thing is, because the culture expects it, the people inside are trying their best to like flatten themselves to give people that space. If this was North America and there was like the task was okay, everyone had to fit, has to fit in. There's gonna be people in the bus that are like, "F this!" Like mm -hmm. I'm, I already got my space. You're, these guys just can't get on. It, but then this may, means that the train <laughs> is gonna pop. And no, no, it, that it can't leave. Like it's taking everybody longer. Look how much True. extra time to smash everyone in. <laughs> yeah. 
like you could have had another train behind this one. I feel like I've seen videos where there's like people that come in and squish the scragglers in with some apparatus. Yeah, this person right here. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, he's been called in. Well, They're like, this is enough is enough. We need the squisher. Someone. Well, this lady is definitely out of the car. She needs to get squished. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, Which is unfortunate. she's holding her position as if. As if she's on the train. Yeah, as if, like, <laughs> I'm ready to go. It's yeah. like, don't pull away yet. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, yes. Oh, yes. That's just so... Oh, my God. Yeah. It's this is, so This strange. is some weird stuff. <laughs> the door is closing at the same time. You need the door to close. So you have to have all these extra employees. Yeah, but who knows how often that train comes? This other guy's like, I'll wait for the next one. What if it's a 45-minute wait? Oh. Well, but that's my point. What if, is, if, if at every station ride? this is going on, <laughs> it's definitely a 45-minute wait. Oh. This, this train just took six minutes to just leave the station to empty and fill. But you know what? I don't know. Like, you're, you're right. Maybe this is the most efficient scenario in this uh, circumstance. I don't know if it's the most efficient. I don't know either. That's why it, I, it works. I presume it's efficient. I presume we're not the first to have thought about this. I mean, I, I'm guessing you can't just get the next tr uh, train, but maybe maybe it's just the matter of how much people, because for me, it's it's obvious. I, I wait for the next one. Right. I, I wait half an hour for the next one. No well, problem. What if the next one rolls up and it's just as it's full, if not way fuller? Worse. <laughs> and now there's more people. Because it is rush hour. I guess you got to get to the tail end of the I'm buying hour. a car. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking. I don't know a bike. Uh, I, I I really. Uh, it's like it's like you said. I I really don't think people would sign up for it to that extent. In other yeah. places, you don't. Yeah. There's some places for sure where uh, where it's a it's a proximity thing. It's a space thing. Yeah. And the older I get, the more space I want. Yeah. I don't know if you've been in this place before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Give it five more years if you're still doing YouTube. They were just like, uh, it's just like the distances whole... continue to yeah. increase. <laughs> this is nuts. I never, it never ceases to impress me. Like, there's so much room here. Oh, the size of this place? Yeah, room. Yeah, yeah space. I uh, love it. Sorry, last one. <laughs> Look at this guy. The post owl service. Um, I believe this is in. Instead of having a postman, you have a post owl. And Is this dude real? The owl brings your mail instead. It's mm -hmm. like Hogwarts hit it. God. <laughs> oh, wow. That's cool, actually. That's useful. Brings it up to the window. I don't know if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually a oh, no. I think I it's mean, just yeah. a meme. No, obviously will, but... We're like saying we're saying the idea of it is cool. Oh yeah, it is very cool. That if if you could have an have owl board. trained to bring, to bring your envelope, to bring anything. I mean, well, how about you, the you, you? were always doing <laughs> yeah. you were always doing the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Were, yeah. They were always the messages with the birds. Yes, we're gonna send a raven. They're just sending ravens everywhere. It was be, it was better than email. Let's just yeah. send a raven. Enough already. Send the raven. Uh -huh. And you're like, damn, they got a lot of confidence in these ravens. Mm -hmm. But I presume at one point in time they were sending messages on birds. Right, yeah. um, like that's gotta pigeons, be. You, you yeah. think that was that was a thing? Like they have pigeon carriers or whatever. Yeah, that was a thing at one time. Yeah. 
But with a, with a low enough population, you can pull that off. The moment you have like three pigeons in the air, it's done. <laughs> they they're confused. They're dropping mail in the wrong spot. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's a traffic we're jam. Not, it's traffic jam. Listen, we're not bird jam. We're not uh, arguing for the efficiency of bird <laughs> message travel. Yeah, uh, I you got to work with what you got, I guess. And when you're when you're living in Raven Tech. I mean, they got, we were talking the other day about the, the I, I can't remember if it's Mongolia, but where they train the golden eagles to hunt foxes and wolves. They have this symbiotic relationship. The eagles hunt the foxes and wolves and bring it back to the... Yes. Wow. Bring it back to the master. What do they get in return? Spit in their mouth. <laughs> That's Here what they go. do, right? I'm not joking. Yeah. What is that? Is that a bunny or a bike? It's both. It's a bunny bike. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is how they wreck you on the on thumbnails. Oh, dude! It's literally it's a it's, it's, a, it's yeah. a toy bike with a bunny like disguised. To, yeah. yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh my god, that's awesome! I want. I'm more interested in that bunny bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did it. We did it. You sound like it sound like Dora the Explorer there. We did yeah. it. We did it. Yay! Open your backpacks. Yeah. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Uh, thank you for all the super chats, all the support. Thank you to Dave Lee for joining us. Truly a pleasure. Thank you to uh, Mo for gracing us with his presence for forty-five seconds <laughs> at the end, just to show himself, just to expose himself. Right. Live. <laughs> <laughs> of course, thank you to Will for dealing with all the chaos, man. It was close for a moment there. Yeah. You were <laughs> just sweating bullets. Man, you were frantic. You were frazzled. Uh-huh. Anything could have happened in that moment. Anything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Otis was misbehaving. <laughs> He's just sleeping. As he would. Yeah. We covered it all. Everything you need to know in the world, we covered it here today. There's nothing we missed. I promise. And uh, you know what? Hopefully it's not the last time Dave joins us. Cool. Yeah, it was Thanks fun. for having me. That didn't sound like you agreed to come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, wow. He's like, you are correct. I absolutely have correct. not agreed to ever sit in this seat again. Well, listen, Mo probably wouldn't mind. Because he, uh, he sat in that seat before. A couple, hot seat. couple of times. Is that the hottest seat? Or is your seat the hot seat? Will's. I think both. Will has the, Mo has there's, the hot seat. There's so many things that can go wrong in Will's seat. I, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, but Mo has to talk more. Right. Against you. Right. All the time. Right. I don't know if it's against. It is. It might be together. Nah. Thank you again, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow? Yeah. We'll see you tomorrow. How about that? Later.